Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to How To Tuesday. I've got Captain Brandon Simmons with us. He runs the boat into the blue at Hawks K Resort. Brandon fishes for all kinds of things, sailfish, mahi, everything you can find offshore. But one of the new frontiers for many anglers is the deep drop. And in the deep drop, there are some incredibly good fish to eat. Uh, they, they're so good on the table. Barrel fish, tile fish, uh, queen snappers. Brandon's fishing for all of them. And he's going to talk to us a little bit about kind of 101 on deep dropping. Uh, Brandon, what's going on today? Not much, buddy. Just hanging out, enjoying my day off. One right. of the very few I get. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, so you've been doing a lot of deep dropping over the last couple yeah. of years, right? Oh yeah. Uh, a lot of deep dropping. At, at one point I worked for a guy and that seemed to be all we were doing, which I mean, it's some of the best fish you can eat. You get right out there in the deep ocean. Yeah. And, and then as far as the, is, is there a particular time of the year that is, um, that is better for it? Or is it a year round fishery? What would you consider it? It's really a year round fishery. I haven't noticed, you know, seasons really affecting any of the fish in the deep. Um, Obviously, you know, there's so much area out there. Just if you're just happen, if you've got a good bottom machine, a good transducer, you happen to see, oh, the, you know, there's a little hump right there. A lot yeah. of times you're not going to mark the fish and it's worth just making a drop. Say you're dolphin fishing slow while you're out there. You're out there tuna fishing and it's slow, you know, go make yourself a drop. Catch well, some good dinner. Let's talk about that. So you're looking at your bottom machine and you're, you, you're saying you see a little hump there. Like how what what would it take to catch your eye? Like how much vertical relief do you, are you considering a little hump? You know, it's tough to say. Me personally, I mean, I I guess I should pay attention a little more because I do have some spots that are just some of the smallest little ledges. And when I say small, I mean maybe 10, 15 feet down there. And it's so tough to see. Um, a lot of times, you know, you're looking for those 
those nice big humps where there'll be 850, 890 around the outside of them and 750 up on top of them. So, you know, you've got almost a hundred foot difference there, which that'll hold, you know, a lot of times those are big rock piles, basically a big mountain underwater. It'll hold your snowy groupers. It'll hold your pile fish and your occasional queen snappers, um, all the good stuff you're looking for. But like I said, those, those smaller humps that I have as well, they're a lot harder to find. And it's more of one of those things that I just made a drift last a little bit too long just to see what would happen. And you get over to this certain area and it's like, Oh, look at that little spot. And then pop, pop, you're hooked up. Right. You know? So right. it, I wonder, it's really just, do you think that, really that that might be that that's that, that that's just not a real obvious spot and everybody's fishing the obvious spots. And then maybe as you move off, could there be anything to that or, or could it just be that I, they I like I, the smaller ledge? I think it, it could have a lot to do with that. You know, it, you could definitely push those fish into a different area. You know, they're getting hit in the head with a six pound lead over and over again for a week straight. They might not want to hang out there anymore. Right. So when you find one of these, one of these obvious spots that let's say it's, it's between 850 feet on one side and 750 feet on the top, where are the fish going to be hanging out? Like, are they going to be on the uptide side, the downtide side? Are they going to be right on that edge or off of it? How would you kind of tell someone how to look it's for that? Almost, it, it, you kind of just got to try it out. I will always do my first drift straight through the top of it. You know, a lot of fish will hang out on the top. Your queen snappers hang out off the bottom. And a lot of times we'll hang out downtide out of the current if they can kind of hide off the current, they're not going to be right on top or, or so they're going to be out where that slopes down and the current's running over. They're going to be hanging out right over here a little bit, you know, waiting for stuff like a snook waiting for stuff to get pushed to them. Mm -hmm. And then they'll attack. Um, your snowy groupers will be right on the bottom. So you want to bounce your lead on the bottom and those will pretty much be all around it. As long as it's hard and rocky and you're not getting into the mud, you know, those, those snowy groupers are going to hang there. And same with, you know, the tile fish, they're a little bit more muddy. The blue lines seem to like the rocks a little better, but the goldens, I've never caught a golden tile in a rocky spot. It's always in the mud bottoms. They, they make little holes down there in the mud and they're going to be down right on the bottom. So for your somebody, barrel fish, for somebody that? that may not, um, know their electronics as well as you do. How are you determining what is mud and what is rock on your electronics? Um, I, you can't really tell on the electronics. Um, it's, it's just so tough. I mean, you might be able to tell the rocks for sure, but there'll be rocky areas that look like mud bottoms on your machine. When you're dropping, you'll notice, you'll notice that lead pounding on the bottom. Your rod tip will bang a little bit when you hit that bottom of the rock bottom. When you're drifting and you hit the mud bottom, it almost sucks down into the mud. And when it pops back up, it'll pop up real quick. It's just a real soft, softer type bounce than, than that. You, the rock bottom is, you'll know it's rock. Gotcha. You'll get your lead back and it'll be mushroomed out on the bottom. You're pounding rocks down there, basically. Got it. Okay. And then um, when you're uh, when you're getting to these places and, and you're going to make a drift, how long are you going to stick with that drift before you decide it's either time to roll around and do it again or try it from a different direction, or maybe that's not the right spot? Um, it all, you know, depends on your current and how fast you're drifting too. Uh, obviously once you get way past your hump that you found or your ledge, if you feel you're too far past it, then you're going to want to pick up and drift again. I would normally do like a, 
not quite a quarter mile of a drift, probably a little less. And you're drifting fast. It doesn't seem like it, but you're probably moving, you know, three and a half knots out there on a normal occasion. So, you know, you want to make sure you hit the whole hump, the whole front of it and the whole back of it. Give yourself enough time to make sure there's nothing there. You know, you go make another drift and nothing happens again. I'd, you know, recommend go finding a new spot. Gotcha. And then for somebody that hasn't done much of this or any of this, tell us about the rig that you're using, at, you know, that would be kind of a catch-all rig. Like if you didn't know what you were going to find down there, uh, you're fishing a spot like, like you were just talking about that might have two or three different varieties of fish on it. What kind of rig would you start with? Um, so basically they're, uh, a lot of people call them chicken rigs or they're five hook rigs. Some of them could even be more than that. I, I like to use a regular five hook rig, uh, for anything. Um, if you're just basically targeting everything you, you want, you know, at least 150 pound test on everything. There, are big eight, uh, eight to nine circle hook. Definitely. You want a circle hook, no J hooks. Um, you want them to be able to hook themselves down there and, uh, squid a lot of squid whole squids um that is pretty much the rig that i would use for everything now when you get into things like queen snappers they're a little smarter than your average deep drop fish they've got big old eyes and it just seems they see a little better i will go down to about 80 to 100 pound on the leader side of it so you've got a big main line of your five hooks coming off I like to use a little bit lighter on my leader on that one. I seem a little bit lighter and a little bit longer. Normally those rigs are only about five inches, you know, a little eight, 10 inch, just a little bit more. Seems to work a lot better. Okay. And as far as these rigs go, um, if you're going to do this for the first time, is this something that you can buy or are you making all of your own rigs? You can buy basically any rig you want. Any tackle store should have what you need and they'll, they'll have different sizes. They'll have huge big old rigs on them for you know monsters of the deep but uh basically you know you don't want to get anything too big just a nice simple easy rig with a, a good old 80 circle hook on there It'll work good just about anything on the bottom okay and then your leads you're getting those at the tackle shop as well yep big long stick leads um basically from five pounds to eight pounds is what i like to use on the deep drop rod if you got to go more than that the current's really too strong you're going to have tough hooking anything anyways okay so and then where are you keeping these five pound lead weights on the way out to the to the spot i have a container just basically a tupperware container a big one i lay a towel in there and i lay them all in the towel that way they don't beat the whole boat up because they are big and heavy and if you put them in the wrong place they're going to cause damage to the boat for sure right yeah that's what most I of them thinking. will fit in your rod holders too and, and they'll be fine just sitting right in the rod holders but i like to keep them wrapped in a towel just you know a little extra cushion for them okay and of the fish we've talked about the queen fish uh snowy grouper which are uh pretty restricted i think um tile fish what else are we talking about barrel fish what's your favorite on the table on the table, probably, man, a barrel fish is so good. There's, if anyone's ever seen one, they, they basically have slime all over them. It looks like Ghostbusters slime, which is pretty disgusting. <laughs> but the meat is, is like grouper. It's big, thick fillets, real white meat. I mean, it's as good as it gets. All of those fish are top of the line fish. I mean, you could put those up against anything you catch on the reef or 
anywhere else. And I probably eat all four of those fish before anything else you can bring me to the dinner table. Right on. Yeah. I love those fish. What is it? I mean, when you catch a barrel fish, that the amount of slime that they produce in a very short amount of time is it has to be some sort of defense mechanism. Yeah, it it has to be. I mean, it's like, it's almost like if you could, if you could think about a skunk, like a skunk, you corner a skunk and it's going to turn and it's going to spray you with a disgusting smell. A barrel fish is almost the same way. You pick that thing up out of the water and all of a sudden it is manufacturing gallons of slime. Like I, you can watch it seep underneath its scales. It is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And, uh, I I don't know. I've not come across anyone that understands what that is or why they are producing so much. I mean, many fish produce slime, but none like that, that I've seen. No, Uh, that's, that's, that's the only thing I can think it's the defense mechanism for whatever case but i mean i don't know but it it is disgusting (laughs) i've had clients hug those fish and you go to take them away and it's like four foot of just drooping slime from the fish that are shirt yeah it's 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 nasty stuff you want to hug one okay here you go hold on to it for just a second longer just hold on let me let me focus I'm having trouble with your camera. I don't under, <laughs> hang on. Okay, here it is. That's how you play a oh, trick definitely. on somebody from Ohio. That's it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Right on. Okay, so the 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 best tips that I've heard is don't hug a barrel fish and don't uh, hug a barrel fish <laughs> and all all of the other fishing tips that you gave us brandon that's awesome man uh you're you're deep dropping uh most of the year i would imagine that in the calmer months it might be a little more fun to, to yeah. deep drop although it could be very hot uh, on a still day but i think if if i'm if i'm sitting out there i'd rather it be nice and calm than windy. yeah no and you know a lot of it is as i really never just go deep dropping i'm typically going fishing for mahis or we're going tuna fishing or sword fishing and it's just that thing you got in your back pocket you know fishing's slow we, i got a spot over here I'm, let's go make a drop try to get something good for the dinner table you know it, it's I do get people that want to strictly deep drop and that's because they want to fill their freezers with meat, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's one of those things you can basically go out there. If you, if you bounce the bottom all day long, you're going to catch some fish on the bottom. Got it. Got it. But I like it that, that you're doing it kind of as a, as, as just like a little something in your back pocket or, or as, as an option. Like if the mahi fishing was good and then it gets a little slow, you can go do that for a little while. And, uh, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe you find something really cool. And then for so many people like, like Rich, uh, is, is kind of getting into it and he has spent his whole life dolphin fishing and running over these spots his whole life, you know, and now he's just fascinated with what could, what has been on the bottom this whole time. And you can see the wheels turning like, wow, I could have been doing this the whole time. Um, exactly. now you're now you're not driving really looking for birds the whole time you're you're glancing at that screen every once right. in a while you know seeing what you ran over every now again and and now with the electronics and the ability to just keep marking waypoints you can just keep yeah keep marking or them. even go back you know you can almost go back two miles and see what you've ran over you might not have been paying attention but if you scroll back it's like oh my gosh look look at that thing that's, that's a big mark I'm, let's go check that out right a lot of times it's it's good you know that's how i f- have found most of my spots in the last four years i just you know coming down from the tower and looking through my machine 
being like, oh man, there's something there. Or we're out sail fishing, flying the kites and you look at your machine. It's like, oh man, what did we just drift over? You go back the next day and there you go. Five muttons on the bottom. Right. You know, it's, what a great feature it's, it's that, awesome. that track is. feature is on the, the Lawrence and Simrad machines. And I'm, I've, those, that's what I use. So I, I guess other machines have it too, but man, that is just such a great thing because, you know, it wasn't even that long ago that first of all, you, that was impossible. Secondly, even if you saw it, now you have to turn around and drive back over it to right. make, you know, to get an accurate waypoint. And, uh, man, it's, that's a game changer right there. That's It that's is. Amazing. It is a game changer for sure. All right, Brandon, uh, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you and go fishing with you if they want to. You want to go fishing with me, call 1-800-FISH-305. <laughs> You got it now, boy. That's it. I got it now. It took me a little bit, but I'm getting it. All right. 1-800-FISH-305. Ask for Captain Brandon. He's on the end of the blue boat at Hawks K Resort. Go down there and have a great family trip um, or go down there and get real serious and try to fill your freezer if you want to. Uh, either way, Brandon's a good guide and and uh, is in an outstanding place. So uh, thanks so much, Brandon. And that's it for How To Tuesday today. Stay tuned. We'll be back next week with some more tips. See you. Miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.